You're locked on to Sound Bites right here on DRM1 United. I am joined, as always, <laughs> by Peter. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Russell. Yourself? Oh, I'm busy as the champions. Oh, I was going to say, you're running around left, right and centre this afternoon. Oh, you got to feel feeble and make people look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you do it very well. I try to. Yeah. So, I, I am so unprepared for this show, as <laughs> always. Um, no, normally I am a little bit prepared, but I don't even have my laptop in here. Um. We are talking about triangles, uh, something about <laughs> a lake, and uh, some monsters. I wonder what we're talking about. So, tonight, I thought we would do a bit of a flip from our... Remember our series that we had on Unsolved Mysteries? Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects uh, are back. <laughs> yeah, the sound effects are back and we're going to need them for tonight. Because today, I I was going to, well, I, I thought what would be a, a fun idea uh, is that we talk about some mysteries that people think are still unsolved, but have actually been solved. So, uh, and as you hinted, the uh, Bermuda Triangle will be one of them. Uh, you know, depending on how much time we've got, I've also got a, the Loch Ness Monster. Do you have um, the mystery about Santa Claus? There is no mystery he exists. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no mystery with that. Uh, <laughs> well, you hear it here first, people. <laughs> so Apparently Santa's real. He is real. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to tell me next to Tooth Fairy is real too. Oh, no, everyone knows that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's Combank coming together. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, also, uh, maybe uh, Bigfoot and, again, depending on how much time we've got, the awesome. Shroud of Turin. Well, I have no idea what the Shroud of Turin is. That's all right. So Nobody does. No one does. <laughs> oh, well, then how is it? Mi- oh, it's a mystery because no well, one does. Well, have, people have made claims as to what it is. but Well, as long as it's a good bed sheets, that's all that matters. <laughs> It sounds like a vegetable company. <laughs> Actually, you're not that far off. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, there you go. It is a sheet, not just not a bed sheet. Well, it could be used. It's an eternal bed sheet. Oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Stick around, stay tuned for that one. So, should we start the mystery off with, with the Bermuda Triangle? So, oh, I okay. guess that's probably well. You you did mention triangles. I did. Yeah. I I didn't think that you're gonna go with that one first, but okay, let's go oh, Bermuda oh, Triangles. We can, we can go with anyone. No, let's let's go Bermuda Triangles. All right. So, uh, I don't know how much you know of the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. Airplanes fly in and they don't come out. And they don't come out, and ships sail in, and they, they get don't. swallowed by big giant yeah. octopuses. And so it's. Basically, so the the Bermuda Triangle covers an area stretching from Miami over to Bermuda, the islands, down to Puerto Rico and back up to Miami. So if you drew a line between all three points, you would get a, a triangle. Um, Gotta love that. that, that um, uh, you just said it and it's skip my tongue. It starts with B, that place. Bermuda? Bermuda, <laughs> yeah. So with the Bermuda Triangle, so for... Uh, no, Puerto Rico. That's what you said. You said Puerto Rico. Yeah, so from yeah. Miami over to uh, Bermuda, yeah. down to Puerto Rico, back up to Miami. Gotta love Puerto Rico. Yeah, of course you do. Donald Trump doesn't, but we do. Yeah, I don't know why. That's Neither where we I. had the um, Arecibo array. Remember I spoke about that when we did the Search for Aliens episode, which was damaged last year, but now they've got some funding and they're going to fix it, which is really good. Well, about time. Let's go into this. So, so let's be... Let, like. I've heard the mystery of aeroplanes going, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just don't come out of the, the triangle. Yeah, they don't come back. So, w- why? Uh, well, 
this is the thing. So there's been um, there's, uh, over the centuries. So going back as early as Christopher Columbus, um, back in 1492. So there have been reports of strange things happening within the Bermuda Triangle. Um, but most recently, uh, in August 1800, um, was the first official record of a ship uh, being lost in the Bermuda Triangle with 90 people on board, uh, all gone. And then from there, it seemed like every 10, 15 years, another ship and, uh, would, would go missing. Up until 1945, so this is getting to the bit where you just asked about what are ha what's happening to these planes flying in. And um, in December 1945, there were, uh, uh, there were five of, uh, Avenger aircraft, which are little um, military aircraft, and they flew into the Triangle um, on a training mission, and all five of them went missing. But what was even more mysterious was is that then the uh, Air Force uh, or the Navy sent a mariner aircraft after them to see if they could find what happened to these five um, training aircraft uh, and that also went missing so oh i tell you this 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 triangle it likes to eat things up yeah things go in the triangle they don't come back out yes yeah, like putting a circle peg through a triangle hole it's not meant to fit and that's why it disappears and that's why it and that's why you shouldn't go yeah absolutely. however but and you know and and the mysteries never stopped. So even from 1945, we had more ships uh, and more planes going missing, uh, or incidents happening to them, uh, or deaths uh, recorded. Sure. So over time, so over this period of time, we've had 15 boat incidents. So that's either the boat sank, uh, or people abandoned ship and were never seen again, uh, even though the boat might have been recovered. Uh, we've had 15 airplane incidents. So either the planes were lost. Uh, or the planes uh, suffered malfunctions through the Bermuda Triangle. And we even had one land incident where two lighthouse keepers went missing after a hurricane um, oh, well, in the Bermuda Triangle. I think we know the hurricane took them. Yeah, but it was in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, but Did you see how I had to sort of like make know, up for the lack of I special know. effects? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The ting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was hoping more for like, you know, the backdrop of like spooky music. Uh, yeah. No, that's not so spooky. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's move on from sound effects <laughs> to, to, uh, like but th this, uh, this is the interesting thing. Like I'm, I'm reading your, your very detailed report here <laughs> um, about the, AKA the devil's triangle. It is the devil's triangle. So we should explain how it got that name. <laughs> because, Horrible things happen when you enter the Bermuda Triangle, and that's why that what they think the devil's evil, do they? Well, well, it, that's traditionally what the devil is. <laughs> I thought God was. <laughs> you know, I say to myself as I drive here every week, don't get stuck on God. Just focus on the other things. <laughs> and now I know why I keep ending up. <laughs> oh, and I know why people listen to our show. <laughs> Are people listening? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just us. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, so no, but okay. So, I, I'll just read one of the things because I think I look. I I'm trying to figure out what points are which points to because you got a, I got a, a lot. You got a lot, and I've got to say, you got events, and then you got a column called debunked, and yeah. I'm trying to know whether they're in line with each other or not in line with each other. So it could be wrong. Well, it could be a bit hard because you're reading it on a really small. I screen. know. So I'm going to tell you what I see, and then you can tell me which one it lines up to. So in 2012, mm -hmm. the Malabar K 
Ketchum, that's K-E-T-C-H-U-M, issued a press release stating that she had proof that... Oh, hang on, the wrong one, that's the wrong one, sorry, wrong story. Let's go back, let's go back to Bermuda Triangle. I was totally... See, never use a phone when you're doing a show. Yeah. When we have a break, go grab your laptop. I'm going to have to grab my laptop. So, hang on. So, let me make sure I'm in the right. Yes, I am. Okay. So, this one. The PBM, no, P P for Peter, B for Bob, M for Mary, Mariner was notorious for exploding during the design floor. floor. So, when I was talking about those five um, Avenger aircraft that went into the Bermuda Triangle and then were lost, and then they sent another plane, which is a a Mariner, that flew in to go and have a look at them. Well, actually, that that um, plane um, was well known for having this design flaw where they would literally just explode mid-flight. Um, and s- soon after the this Mariner was lost, um, going in after looking up looking for the Aven- Avenger aircraft, um, the Navy decided we're scrapping all those aircraft because they had had several incidents with Mariner aircraft in the past. So it was not a mystery that a mariner would explode mid-flight. In fact, um, they were well known for it, and I think they even had a nickname of, um, oh, I can't remember, Blowy or something like that, because they would just blow up. Well, the interesting thing about this is, and I, I don't have any proof of this, but um, if they really want to see if things go disappearing through the Bermuda Triangle is maybe get one of those long-distance swimmers <laughs> to swim through the triangle <laughs> and see if they disappear. Well, <laughs> well, the the thing with the Bermuda Triangle, and this is why we now know that there is no mystery. So, is is that if you think about the size of the Bermuda Triangle, it's really large. Like to Two. give you an idea, it's two point four million square kilometers. That's a lot of squares, people. Yeah. So to put it in perspective, it's bigger than the size of Western Australia, and Western Australia is the second largest um, uh, state. Um, uh, in the world, so uh, it. So if you think about things that have happened in Western Australia, um, you know, planes that have gone missing, people have gone missing in the desert, that sort of stuff. You can't then just attribute it to you know it, it's a mystery and no one knows what happened. It's such a large area. Yeah. On top of that, the the area that's um, encompassed by the Bermuda Triangle happens to be one of the busiest shipping and airline traffic areas in the world. So there are cruise ships that go through it, there's cargo ships that go through it, there are planes that fly over it all the time. So in relation to the amount of traffic that goes through the Bermuda Triangle, it is no more likely than anywhere else in the world for an incident to happen. Well, there you go. We are going to take a little break, and when we come back, we are going to move on to the Bigfoot. Um, (laughs) Or Sasquatch. The, the big word. What the what the what the, the Sasquatch? Yeah, it's also called Sasquatch. Oh, there you go. Uh, apparently, like that's the Native American uh, word. A uh, Native American name for it. Yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back on the other side of this. While I go and get my laptop. <laughs> You are locked on to DRM1 United. This is Soundbites. As always on a Friday night, we like to uh, mystify you or <laughs> or if you can see my fingers right now, mystify you. Yeah, Ooh, magic. Like doing that twinkling move- yes, movement with your fingers. Totally. Uh, so, I like big feet. So, we're talking about <laughs> Bigfoot. 
<laughs> I don't know how well, that that was a weird segue. It was a weird segue, but it's been a long day for you. It has been a long way. So tell me, how did Bigfoot get its name, and what is Bigfoot for the people living under a brick or a rock? What is Bigfoot? So it's this mythical creature that has been, um, I guess, stomping around the North American forests, and it's been sighted in multiple places in the in the wilderness, um, and. Uh, it it was originally reported by, believe it or not, Daniel Boone, who you might all know from the well, maybe not because it's quite an old TV show. But Daniel Boone uh, was was a, a pioneer um, in the uh, American wilderness, and he believed he saw a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch, as the Native uh, Americans would call it, back in the 1770s. Uh, and he recorded it as being over, you know, seven foot tall. Um, and he didn't call it Bigfoot or Sasquatch. He actually <laughs> referred to it as uh, a Yahoo. <laughs> a Yahoo! <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure if that's where the search engine got its name from. But uh, Oh, Yahoo's a pretty Bigfoot. Yeah, but well, then... it was until Google dumped it. Well, well, there used to be so many of those um, InfoSeek and Ask Jeeves. I used to use uh, InfoSeek a lot, but anyway. Did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <gasps> Nothing wrong with the InfoSeek. And it's Netscape Navigator. Yeah, okay. I'm 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 a I'm a Bing person. Bing? Yes, I use Bing.com. I no, I'm, no, I'm talking about when I first was using the internet. Did you know Microsoft had had a search engine before like Yahoo? I can't remember what it's called. That's how it really didn't work. Oh, okay. But anyway, we're talking about Anyway, back to Bigfoot. Yes, <laughs> So even Theodore Roosevelt says that he had an encounter with Bigfoot sometime in the 1880s. Oh, see, that's what makes me believe that maybe it's true. Because why would he lie? What What did he have to gain out of lying? Well, I, notoriety, like, I guess. No, a- but this, and, is, you know, this is a former. And now, please, I'm going to butcher this. I would take it he's a former president, right? Yes. Okay, good. Theodore um, Roosevelt. See, I'm smart. <laughs> Mummy, I got a gold star. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, are you suggesting that a politician has never lied? Oh, we don't have to say <laughs> that one now, do we? They always tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me. Leave it at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so help me, politician. <laughs> oh, good luck with that one. Oh. So, so anyway, so going on with that. So they had again. So then in 1906. There was another reported sighting of a Bigfoot, but this one they referred to as Old Yellowtop. So basically he um, had brownish fur everywhere except for his head. Uh, so it was a bear. <laughs> Let's be honest. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hate to tell, tell you, that, wow. that sounds like a bear to me. Wow. There's a bear in there. <laughs> it goes on. You know, so in 1928. So again, very much like the Bermuda Triangle, roughly every 10 to 15 years, yep. there'd be a new sighting of a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. Just out of um, curiosity, what area of the United States is this in? Well, it's, it's, this is the thing. There, there's a few. That, so it's been in California. It's been in Arizona. It's been... Um. So it's it's... It's sort of wherever anybody Wants wanted to be. boost local Economy. tourism. I was thinking <laughs> that. I was, I like, I, my next question was, so does this place have like low income? Is it low tax? Is it needing tourism? Is it needing more people to come to them? Well, like, Is it like Area 51? People go there because yeah, let me aliens. It, let me put it this way. None of the areas that have reported having a, a Bigfoot sighting 
have suffered from a drop in tourism. Well, saying that, I remember watching something on YouTube. I know, tell me about it. Internet has changed, people. Right. Where they were like, we've seen a big foot. And then they, they the cameraman pans over because they see something rustling in the grass. Yeah. And the the, commenta- or the the news anchor goes, oh, we think we might have found him. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. it's like a cat. And they go, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a cat. <laughs> the Bigfoot's a lot bigger than that, yeah. apparently. And it's like, you know, when people say, oh, we, we found a UFO. So I put down my 4K high-definition camera and got out my shaky, unstabilized, yeah. out-of-focus camera and filmed the whole lot with that. So, so realistically, if we want to trap this yellow top, old yellow top, or this Bigfoot, we need, uh, we need to work out a few things. One, does he exist? That's a big one. Yeah. Two, uh, is it just not a homeless person sleeping rough? Three, is it a bear? With no body, whatever, <laughs> r- rather hirsute uh, homeless person. <laughs> um, is it, uh, how tall is this thing? Because some people say it's 10 foot tall. Yeah. So if it's 10 foot tall, what type of cage will we need right. to so catch there, it? There's all sorts of descriptions regarding uh, how big Bigfoot is. Uh, and it's, it's quite interesting because over the years, people have obviously made these claims. But surprisingly, surprisingly, the claims have dropped off. And this is actually in correlation with the Loch Ness Monster. The more prevalent cameras became, the more the footage dropped off. um, Of course, because (laughs) how can you keep up a lie when it's a lie? Yeah, especially when you don't have uh, any credible evidence. So in 2012, uh, this is what I was saying in the first segment, but we'll do Talk about oh this yeah one yeah now. Yeah yeah. 2012, Melba yeah. uh issued a press release stating that she had proof that Bigfoot was a human relative that arose approximately yeah. 15,000 years ago as a hybrid. When submitting her work for publication, no scientific journal would accept it. Eventually, one scientific journal published the paper. Yeah. However, the same journal has never published another paper uh, and was the only registered, and it was only registered nine days before it published Ketchum's paper. Furthermore, a review of the proof DNA concluded it was a hundred percent human. Uh, human in that is that is that where it ends because that's all I've got on my oh, screen. Okay, human in origin, uh, and that peer-reviewed concluded that the method and al- analysis that Ketchum's uh, of Ketchum's study was deeply flawed. And made little to no sense. Yeah, see, that I'm working from a Mac and that's the whole sense is missing. There you go. Welcome you to go. the world of Macintosh. Dear old Apple, unless so you use everything that belongs to them, they just sabotage anything. I know. How dare you, Apple? But, but over the years, people have um, claimed to provide evidence. So very much like... DNA. Um, Whose DNA was it, though? That's what I want to know. Well, it's probably hers. You reckon? Well, may- maybe she sort of stuck a homeless guy and, and provided it from them. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but it is interesting that that paper was only submitted after this scientific journal has been established for nine days. Yeah, and... and How reputable was this journal, it's really? Not, it's not. The whole the whole lot was bogus from start to finish. Was it her journal? Uh, yeah, that's what they believe it was. Since Dear since Diary, <laughs> since no one's going to publish my journal, I'm going to make a scientific journal and then... Commit fraud by cutting it down, shutting it down. Yeah, and and that's why science doesn't allow just one um, study to be the 
be-all and end-all. In fact, it never allows any study to be the be-all and end-all. Everything always has to be constantly reviewed. So. so has Bigfoot appeared in any other country but the US? Well, there is the claims um, that it is also the abominable snowman. No, don't buy, I won't buy that one. Won't <laughs> buy that one. No, we know the Yeti's real. A, l- a lot of the... Um, the uh, well, a, a lot of the evidence is pointing that uh, Bigfoot is actually just a mistaken um, black bear, uh, and usually one uh, that would make sense. at the end of hibernation. So they're usually very emaciated. So when they do stand to reach branch, branches and stuff, rather than looking very bear-like, they look very skeletal, um, but tall very human-like yeah. and very human-like. And even like from time to time, people have submitted. Um, uh, fur samples saying this is from a Bigfoot. Uh, turns and out to be a bear. Uh, yeah, and it turns out either to be a bear or <laughs> it turns you know, out to be from a deer or a rabbit or a raccoon. Um, for us play school to get it right, there's a bear in there. Yeah. So, you know, it's and a Bigfoot too. <laughs> and, and so it, it, it sort of tends to suggest that with all the searching that we've done for Bigfoot um, and for all the... And there's actually a TV show called Bigfoot Hunters and all See, sorts of stuff. See, this is the thing. It's all about money. Yeah, it's, it's all... What, what it has been um, leaning towards is keeping the legend alive uh, and, and keeping people coming back and wondering uh, and appealing to that sense of, oh, yes, but what if... Um, that sort of stuff. So, so as as much as it sounds exciting to think that there might be this race of um, uh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot primate um, running around in the North American forests, yeah, um, the, the evidence just isn't there. And and when people say, "Oh, a fifty-five gallon barrel of sea uh, salt fish has been hauled from the outhouse to." Uh, and the content scattered around. Well, that's clearly a bear, people. Come yeah. on. <laughs> hungry, hungry like, num, bear. Like, num, 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 bear. Yeah. But uh, someone actually even, uh, they went so far as to, to say that they were kidnapped by a Bigfoot. That doesn't surprise me, though, because these people are nutters. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, I thought I was pretty nuts until tonight's show. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so people have made some big and wild claims about these uh, these these so-called mysteries. Uh, either to to enter into notoriety themselves. Yeah, it's uh, all about that money. Yeah, money, uh, money, money. And, and even that uh, that footage. There's that very famous uh, footage uh, of um, Bigfoot sort of walking away from a cameraman, but as it's striding away, it turns around and looks back. Um, even that, when it was originally um, filmed, um, it that was fake. Well. <laughs> It's funny, you can actually find um, YouTube video of this and, and one guy actually did a like a um, a 4K filter on it. So he's like zooming in and he's like, if you watch the fur and how it moves and it just happens to move at the same way that muscle dynamics would move and he's given this huge narrative and yet when people like special effects artists from Disney and Warner Brothers and all of those uh, film companies looked at it, they went... It's clearly somebody in a costume. Yeah. That's what that's what someone in a costume looks like. Yeah. You know, whereas this person's gone, if you watch the hand as it swings up and look at the dynamics of the joint movement. And, and so they've just created this huge narrative. That they want to create. Yeah to, yeah, to make it sound as though they've really researched it, whereas in fact, 
It's we, just anyone could do that with anything. Is you get a Lego, <laughs> you get a Lego piece and go, oh look at that Lego, it's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we are going to take a break because when we come back, we're going to talk about the Loch Ness monster. But do you know what? <gasps> do you know what? Uh, you know what? All of this talk about mysteries is leading me back to something that I have been. I was in Bali when this happened. Oh. When the Twin Towers collapsed, there's a big mystery saying that it was a government conspiracy and that the government planted C4 uh, explosives at the base of the building to make it collapse. We should maybe cover that one day. The 9-11 conspiracy. Yes, there are lots of conspiracy, including the Pentagon conspiracy about how a plane crashed into the Pentagon, yet there's no evidence of a plane. Yeah. Well, that that big, huge... Trunch and dugout smearing line that leads up to and smacks into the side of the Pentagon. That's not evidence. We'll, we'll save it for another show, and and I'll get some clips. And, and why do people I'll get have some, so? I'll get some clips of people and what they think, and we'll we'll talk about it on air. Yeah, but what people think does not constitute evidence. What they were saying is that the... Okay, well, this is side topic now. But what they were saying... Yeah, I know, and this is why I think it needs its own show. is because the explosion, uh, according to this person who's an explosion expert, apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, is from the inside out, not the outside in. Of, of the what? Pentagon. Yeah, but people need to remember the Pentagon is no ordinary building. It has something like three or four times the amount of concrete in it than most buildings of its size would. It has multiple internal walls where it, it was it was a bit in the built in the years of segregation. So everything is doubled for um, back then white people and black people. So and, and on top of that it was designed to actually withstand um, a, a strike of uh, you know some sort of a, an attack. Um, so the f- and the plane didn't actually hit uh, from the top down, they were trying to like smash it into the Pentagon. It hit the ground and slid into the Pentagon. Yeah. No, we, we can talk about it all uh, another, another time, time because there uh, is. I'll a add it to the list. There is. But, you a know, I'm going to tell you, I don't have a big appetite to do that one. Really? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a big what, what, what is so hard for people to believe that oh, a group I of terrorists? Ha- I ha- no, I seriously, I have watched so many videos about it. Not like that's not. Anything other than somebody I know, watching I know, but I've seen so many videos about this. Do you not remember what <laughs> I said about confirmation bias? Oh, but if you watch some of these videos I as well. I have seen some of the videos. Where they go, there's no way a camera angle can get a camera from this angle. And it just happens to be Based up. Based on what? Uh, on their it, belief? It just happens to be up at the same time that the, tra- the first plane hit. It's, it's ha- have, have these people never been to New York? Have they not seen the multitudes of tourists that are there at any one time? Oh, we're time? not talking about tourist cameras. We're talking about the CNN cameras. They're literally disputing CNN cameras. Well, who's claiming that they're CNN news cameras? Oh, they do in their video. Yeah, but that's that's them creating the narrative which they then debunk. I know. Well, we'll, we'll if we feel like it, we'll talk about it in another episode about oh, how to debunk it. What? It's a great one <laughs> to do. I'm adding it to the list, but it's on the bottom of the list. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> we might do it on 9-11. Um, as respect, of course, not as a joke. Because Yeah, no, this is not about uh, disrespecting uh, a lot of those people, poor people. A, a lot of people who, did pass yeah. away. And, and on top of that, sadly... If we can debunk the, the debunkers. But sadly, there are the, not only the people who passed away on 9-11, but there have been the people who have suffered 
the fallout from that, um, the concrete dust, um, yes. all of that, yeah. uh, and then the trauma. So, yeah, so when we talk about the conspiracy, we're, if we're flippant about the conspiracies, I'm not, and we are not flippant about the people who have lost their lives. So yeah, no, we, we, we're we, very respectful we, of that. We will make sure that we do it in a respectful manner, as we always do things in a respectful manner. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to laugh there because I know I'm... Sometimes maybe not that respectful. Um, anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking about the Loch Ness Monster. Dear old Nessie. Is it real or is it just a giant worm? Stick around. Stay <laughs> tuned. You look on to... Uh, Yes, uh, you're locked on to DRA1 United. That was Jessica Malboy with uh, I've Been Waiting, Been Waiting So Long. Big fan uh, of Jessica. Absolutely. And I have been waiting for so, so long for Loch Ness Monsters. Oh, I just want to see one. Like, I know that they exist. I believe that he has to exist, or she has to exist. Because, come on, we hear people saying, oh, I call Loch Ness Monster and... Oh, I got kidnapped by one, and oh, a Loch Ness monster went swimming with me and took me to the cave. I married a Loch Ness monster. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet, but I'm sure <laughs> that's coming to HBO. Yeah. Uh, marry a Loch Ness. Yeah, so. uh, most men are Loch Ness monsters, actually. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> Not in a good way, the girls. Okay, all right. Uh. <laughs> so the Loch Ness monster, or or Nessie, as it's affectionately called. Um, is a creature that's of Scottish folklore. I would say that's very offensive to girls whose name is Ness. I know a few girls whose name is Ness. Okay. Well, Nessie, not yeah. Ness. Well, okay. Let's just move on. Okay. Because I'm sure they don't want to be called monsters. I'm not calling them monsters. I'm calling <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster a monster. Okay. And it's not necessarily a monster. It could Simply just be a giant worm. But simply by the fact that it doesn't exist. But anyway. So hang on, hang on. You're telling me it doesn't exist? Wow. The evidence doesn't support its existence. Um, but we've got giant octopus. Surely we have giant monsters. Well, we have giant squid. And we know we've got giant squid because we've seen them. And hey. we, ha we have evidence of them. We have the scars that are left on sperm whales. Yep. But maybe these Loch Ness monsters aren't... Um, Carnivals. Maybe they're they're vegetarian. Well, they could be vegetarian, and that uh, would mean that there would be no evidence that they would harm other animals. Well, that's not the only evidence that you can gather, though. Oh come on! So, <laughs> so let's let's go through and have a bit of a okay. walk down memory lane. Not my memory, but history's memory uh, regarding the Loch Ness monster. So this. The the theory the, the the legend of the Loch Ness monster I should say not the theory the legend of the Loch Ness monster dates all the way back to the seventh century um, and in the biography of Saint Columbia uh, Columba sorry um, he was on his way to visit uh, the king of the Northern Picts uh, when he was stopped at Loch Ness uh, which is where the Loch Ness monster is um, claimed to be uh, and uh, when he was there um, he saw a large beast about to attack another person. So he intervened. So he went in there. Oh, he's the hero. He's the hero of the story. I now, am a hero. Yeah. So he, in the name of God, commanded the oh beast to leave goodness. the people alone. And we said that we weren't talking about God. I'm 
just so, reciting the story. story. I'm not saying it's real. Okay, so he's he commanded God to to power of God commanded the monster to leave the, people alone. The powering God, please the get this monster go away. Christ compels you. Oh my goodness, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, apparently. The beast complied, and from that point. Oh yeah, of course on, the beast complied. On that, from that point on, even though there have been hundreds of sightings, and I use that in quotations, of the Loch Ness monster, it has never again attacked a person. That is because it, God compelled it not to. And isn't it amazing that the person writing Saint Columba, uh, his biography, happened to write it in a very favourable way? Way. Yeah. Maybe so he was the victim. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it was his way of saying thanks. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Because realistically, you need more than one person plus yourself to have really a good case. And if they've only got two people, well, that's not a very good case now, is it? No, but it didn't hurt the tourism industry. Of course of not, because everyone wants to be eaten by a Loch Ness Monster. Or at least to see the Loch Ness Monster. So from there, um, fast forward to 1870s, where a D. Mackenzie claimed to have seen something wriggling and churning up the waters. Oh, um, come on. But surely it wasn't that big. <gasps> Were you there? No, it wasn't. Doubter. Doubter. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, why do we do this on a Friday afternoon? Know. We're both exhausted. Anyway, so we need beers. <laughs> so, if, which wouldn't help. Me. I don't drink. So, oh, okay. Well, we need wine then. <laughs> okay. So, okay, fine. We need OJ. <laughs> so, let's fast forward to. to well, uh, actually, we're going back a year. Back yeah, let's to go back. 1933, uh, and and uh, this is where an article attracted a lot of attention. Um, describing the beast as whale-like. Um, so it wasn't until... But then it's a whale. Well, see, this is the thing. The, um, it's a humpback. The reports, <laughs> the reports seem to conflict uh. about what is, what is and isn't this monster. Uh, but, but, yes. but, 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 but... Come on, tell me, tell me there's some, some uh, DNA somewhere. But, but, in 1934... English physician Robert Kenneth Wilson photographed the, the alleged creature and he prepared or produced the iconic image known as um, the surgeon's photograph. And this is of, y- you might have seen it and it's got like yes. a head and then a couple of bumps sticking out of and the water. And it was proven to be fake. Oh, don't say that. It was. Yeah, it is true. It was fake. But why? But, it, but, it but so why iconic. did it get so? That's it. That's a, the interesting thing, though, because if on face value you could look at that and think it's real, like well, and that's what uh, a lot we, of people we, did. We we now know it's not fake. Yeah, we now know. Sorry, it's we fake. now know it's fake. Yeah. But there was a time where the Daily Mail, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, they printed it. They ran it. And they were like, oh, yeah, we got this We've monster. We've got it. Finally, here it is. We photographed the evidence of how the Loch Ness it, Monster. How was it found out to be fake? I can't remember how it was found out to be fake. <laughs> they, yeah. they basically confessed. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> really? They, they said what they had done is they took a little kid's toy submarine, added a plastic and wood type structure to it to make it look like Nessie, and uh, let it run in the in the lake and or oh, in the lock and... 
took a few photos and really yeah a little bit of out of focus and a little bit of funny lighting that's sad yeah well see back then i mean this is 1934 so not cameras were not as prevalent as they are now Cameras were a luxury item, so only the wealthy and super wealthy had them. Yeah. Uh, and so it was very easy, especially when you, it, when people weren't used to seeing photographs and then not used to seeing photographs that had been manipulated. And and I think people back then, um, not that they were gullible, but I think they were far more trusting of newspapers. Uh, even now, people, you know, you can print something and people believe it, put a quote on it, say if somebody famous said it, even put a picture of their face on it, and people mm. believe it's a direct quote from that person. So, well, it's, it is one of the interesting things about this. Uh, I'm just looking at an article on Scotsman about uh, George Edwards' fake photo. Um, it looked blimmin' real. Mm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm. What is he? A special effects guy? Is that what he? <laughs> is that his day job? Because it looks pretty well real to me. Well, th- the thing was as well is is that um, when when you. You've got to remember the the clarity of the photograph, which was taken at a certain angle at a certain time. Then you hand it over to a newspaper. Talking about that photo. No, not that photo. No, but there's a George Edward with a fake Loch Ness photo. Yeah, but I mean that that's a modern photo. We're talking about one back in 1934. I know. But that looked pretty real too. That one that I just saw. Yeah, but you could. You we could might post it on our socials. Yeah, you could, you could, um, you could. See if we can. Uh, with today's technology, with deep fake, you could probably have a a, a Loch Ness a monster one. singing and dancing. You know what we should do? Just see how many people have paid attention to our show. We should do a social media post saying we spotted the Loch Ness monster in Perth, <laughs> in the Swan River. <laughs> see what happens. Oh. <laughs> They'll lock us up. That's what will happen. <laughs> so even even people have gone so far oh. as to creating false. Loch Ness monster footprints. Yes, and <laughs> very well done, by the way. Guys. Oh, very well done. Yeah, look. Up until somebody investigated what these footprints were, and it was the British National History Museum, which found out that the footprints were made by a stuffed hippopotamus foot. Oh, yeah. So that's sad not, for the hippopotamus. That's not classy, people. We don't condone that one. Well, they used to back then and earlier. They used to have those sort of artifacts as sure. furniture. Like they used to have the elephant stump as a they umbrella could, stand. They could have made just got a bit of wood, cut out a shape of a foot, and stomped it. Well, you think they could have? That would have been the easier way. Yeah, I guess someone's got a hippopotamus foot lying around somewhere. And so they used it as a like a pogo stick and just sort of jumped yep. around and then uh, said, "Here Weird. it is. There, there's there's your proof of Loch Ness monster." And except for when they did DNA testing, they found out it was a hippo foot. Yeah, well, it wasn't DNA. T- they they took casts and they then compared that against what they already had in their archives and realized it not only was it a hippo's foot, but a hippo's foot that had been treated by taxidermists. Wow. So, but people who still go to Loch Ness still claim that they see things in the water or they see something that they don't know. But one of the biggest, um, and, and there's actually been lots, there's been a lot of sonar expeditions. So there's yes. been at least four, um, but three of the main ones happened in 75, 87 and 2003. None, however, were successful. So they basically trawled the entire lock with sonar equipment to see if they could find any large creatures. Um, and... Uh, there was also in 2018, so one of the most recent studies is that this group of um, New Zealand scientists, I believe, 
what they did is they, they took samples of water all throughout the lock and then they um, studied it for DNA to see what, what creatures were actually living in the lock. And what they found is, is that uh, whilst there was no evidence of any large-sized creatures in the lock because they could identify all of the DNA, they believed actually, or they, they identified that there was a huge population of eels in the lock. So they think that maybe people are seeing like an eel close to the surface squirming around and then claiming that as the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. No, that could be it. If, 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 a boat, if, a, if a toy boat can fool you, then eels can fool you. They certainly can. And then the other reason why they think that people who visit the lock uh, think that they see the monster, the Loch Ness Monster, is because of a psychological phenomenon called expense expectant attention so this Ooh, is like you know have you ever I wonder, I wonder what that is so have you ever felt like your phone buzzing in your pocket and you're thinking oh Always, i just got a message but i don't have my phone in my pocket or you go to check your phone and no messages come through yep. it's that expectation something is going to happen and therefore you then believe that it happened well we are running out of time <gasps> about um, and we, I know you really want to talk about the sh- sh- shroud, of the shroud of Turin. Yes. Not really, actually, I just sort of added that as a last <laughs> minute, <laughs> just in case we needed some padding. Because oh. you passed over a lot of my stuff on on the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I can say that was not so much interesting now as, <gasps> as, as 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 you're talking to me about it. I'm like going, I thought it was going to be more interesting from the point of view as what happened to all the people that disappeared in the in the triangle. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. Oh, well, let's go back to the news cycle for a second. But you just flew over. Oh, sorry. Unlike a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> I fly over a lot of things, darling. Um, no, that was, we, we, we talked about it for 20 minutes, and I was like, oh, we've got to go to a break. Uh, so well, we can go for a break. We've got 10 minutes. We've got, actually, we've got five minutes left of the show. Well, the shroud won't take too long, actually. So, so do we so want to catch about the humans of the Triangle, or do we want to do the shroud? Or we could say the shroud to another show. Let's take a break and we'll argue about it during the break. Okay, we're going to take a break and we'll argue about it during the break. <laughs> uh, stick around, stay tuned. You're locked on. You're on a nice soundbite. You're locked on to DRN1 United and this is Soundbites. And as we always do, we try to end the show on some crazy, crazy... Uh, Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> theory, and I believe that th- we're going to go and talk about the Bermuda Triangle for one second because, <laughs> well, actually, three minutes <laughs> because the ocean is farting, people. Oh, the ocean is no, farting, it isn't. <laughs> well, we were it's talking one about of the theories. <laughs> it's one, so, one of the theories that have been put forward as to why ships and planes disappear is the <laughs> no, don't. You've got special effects for that, but you don't have spooky special effects for the other times we need them? <laughs> that was just my mouth. <laughs> All our special effects are your mouth. Okay, anyway, so uh, gas bubbles, giant gas bubbles. Methane, it's methane. So one of the leading theories is, it's not. A, it's actually not a leading theory, it's a hypothesis and not a good one at that. So the concept is, is that as methane rises from the ocean floor, um, sometimes they can be these massive uh, methane bubbles. And as they rise up towards the surface, any ship that's above it uh, will all of a sudden find either a large part of the structure or in the entire structure um, having no ocean underneath it as this bubble is coming up. Sure. So it will sink. Uh, and then as, of course, the methane then escapes from the 
the water, the water then comes crashing but, on top of the boat. But if it has no water underneath it, then how can it sink? Are you saying that for a second the, the boat is floating in methane gas? Well, it is, It's but it's not floating in methane gas, it's dropping in methane gas. But the, where's the water? If the water's if the water's no water yeah. and the bubble is coming up, right? So that bubble <laughs> in that bubble there is no and water. there's a ship and there's a ship sinking down. Once the bubble goes pop, no. what happens to the ship? So think about a ship on the surface of the water, and then a bubble forms at the ocean floor, blah, 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 blah. and it starts to float upwards. So you've got a spherical uh, um, area yep. of gas. So as it hits the boat on top of the surface of the water, then underneath it is that the remainder of the sphere that is gas, which means that the boat would then drop down to hit the water, which is to quite some distance. Yeah. So and and what happens? So if if it's a very long boat, uh, you then have the whole structure of the boat only being supported by the two ends, which usually then breaks it in the middle. Um, this this is the theory, not you know. I'd like to see any evidence of it, but anyway. Um, but then they go on to say it also explains why planes disappear because as that methane goes up as a gaseous, gas, gaseous column, gas cloud, yeah. yeah uh, what happens is if a plane is flying overhead, it gets sucked into the plane engines, and because it's methane, it explodes, therefore um, breaking the plane apart. And that's why um, planes sometimes never have enough time, or boats never have enough time. Uh, to call for Mayday uh, and uh, or report that they're in danger or in trouble. Because they are gone. Because they're gone. Well, we have to prove that theory and maybe that's another theory for another day because well, we don't know if the ocean farts. It, well, in, in, in a size big enough to bring down... A, a large vessel or a modern vessel. Well, you know all those animals. Sure. You know all those animals. They're fighting a lot under the water. It has to escape somehow. Yeah, but that, we're talking about a concentrated. Don't know what party they're having. Oh dear. Who me. knows? Oh Russell. Wait, they but, so. But, <laughs> but to give you an idea, Lloyd's of London, who is the biggest insurer of of shipping and cargo, have, have they declared that the Bermuda Triangle is no more hazardous an area than any other shipping lane in the world. Okay, so this, that's interesting. What about magnets? Because I'm hearing something about magnets. Uh, magnetic forces cause compass malfunctions, claim scientists, in the Bermuda yeah. Triangle. Yeah, who are these scientists? Well, you let's, remember the, like, the, in the let's have a quick look who these scientists are because it's quite an interesting story. Uh, now, I'm just trying to... Okay, the scientist is... Hang on, just trying to find it. Don't you love it when they don't tell you the scientists at the top of the, yeah, the, um, yeah, there's the article? Usually, there's usually a reason for that. Uh, astronomer, astronomer, astronomer uh, Edward, Ed, sorry, Ed Mudd, uh, E-D-M-U-N-D, Haley, noted the organic line was slowly moving westward, causing magnet uh, decalation. Decalation? Mm. So, interesting. Well... We'll link to the article. Yeah, but the, he's talking about a slow motion movement, whereas everyone who claims that it interferes with compasses says the compasses go haywire and people can't read them. Um, but it's it's interesting now that we don't rely on magnetic compasses, but now we rely more on GPS and stuff like that. Uh, that no one is a, no one is reporting compass problems anymore. 
Yes, it's very interesting how he solved this magnetic issue with space junk. And and again, <laughs> it's not space junk. Well, it's necessary junk. <laughs> Wait till they all start falling out of the atmosphere. Yeah, but they'll get burnt up in the atmosphere. And then we won't have any GPS people. No, we'll replace them. Oh, yes. And then one day we won't be able to. Because we'll use all the resources in the world and we'll have no of the copper or or lead or whatever it uses to make space junk. Um, we, we've, we've got a lot of that stuff left. I know, we're recycling it. <laughs> Save the planet! Anyway, uh, we should move on to next week's show. We have no idea what it is, do we? Yeah, it's the Easter show. Oh, it's the Easter we're show. We're going to do an Easter show. Well, as long as I get a Cadbury egg, it's all... <laughs> 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 what bunny are you going <laughs> to... So, will it be on Good Friday? Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's. Are we going to turn Good Friday into Great Friday? It is going to be. I'm just going to my day today. It is the. It will be the second of uh, April, which who works on the second of April? Yeah, it's Good Friday. Oh, we'll be here. Well, yeah, we'll we'll put together we'll a little be Easter here. show. It, You're not going away to to down south or anywhere, are no, you? No, no, no. Not this. Not in no, this Easter. Not this Easter. Not going to Melbourne or Queensland. No, no, no. You don't want to go to Queensland at the moment, do you? Well, my mate lives in Queensland, but, but I'm not going there just yet. Yeah, they got another outbreak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh. But I'm you've had your COVID vaccine. And I've had my first. I've had the first of the Pfizer's. So. Uh, the, the, Interesting that you've had the Pfizer one. That means you have to get the Pfizer one again, don't you? Yes. You can't get the AstraZeneca one. Uh, they recommend not to com- uh, to mix them. Interesting. So, well, because they're different vectors. They are very different vectors, and people, if you can get it, get it. If you can't get it, well, hope you can get it soon. Well, we should be opening up. We're we're still going through uh, phase one B, uh, and so we should be opening up the next phase, which is for a lot more people. Yep. I asked my cardiologist about that today. Oh, what did he say? He said, I'm not an immunologist. You need to ask your immunologist. Oh, there you go. Whether or not you can take it. There you go. So, yeah. that's. He said it could cause your AF to come back. Wow, okay. Because it could make you sick. All right. So, so speak to the immunologist. Yeah, speak to your immunologist. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, people, speak to your doctor about the COVID vaccine. If you can get it, please do. Uh, think of others, not yourself. Well, no, think about yourself first, but yeah. then think about but others. you'll also be helping others yeah. too. Yeah, because apparently it, the research has shown that these vaccines have, uh, even if you were, a, if you do get COVID, you're, I think they said that you can only pass it on to one person potentially. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's the effectiveness of it. So at, at most you can pass it on to one another um, because usually your body will deal with it before it becomes um, a problem. too infectious. Yeah. I actually watched a skit on YouTube about co- coronavirus oh. entering up someone's body. Oh. Yep. Corona were one, didn't it? Did it? It did. Because <laughs> they didn't have the vaccine, you see. Oh, okay. That's, so that's why yeah, I won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was sending you the video so you can watch it. It was hilarious. Oh, okay. But oh, you're talking about a, some sort of parody? It was a parody. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. It's, it's, a, it's by, a, by an Australian comedian. So, oh, okay. Uh, don't forget, you can subscribe to the show. Uh, oh, getting back on topic, you can subscribe <laughs> to the show uh, on drn1.com.au. Just hit over to Soundbites or on your Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you get your good podcasts. Excuse me. Uh, Peter, it's been always been a pleasure with you. And it's been a great uh, time chatting with you about 
And you're not, like, not yeah. so real mysteries. You're like, yeah, same. <laughs> 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 Next time, wherever is Russell's brain? That's what we're going to be finding <laughs> out. Uh, does he have one? I don't know. Easter. We're talking about Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're talking about Easter. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next time on Soundbites. Bye. Bye-bye.